Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 43. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is George, the Boon King speaking, and I'm joined by... Uh, Leisurely Vinny. Yep. All right. <laughs> this is so full of excitement and yes! energy. Yeah! All right. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Um, today's to show here. is going to be a question of the week. And actually, we've been very excited to talk about this. We've actually kept this on the back burner specifically, specifically for Mr. Leisurely over here. Um, we're, we'll be it's talking. It's been a while. Indeed, it has been a while. How, how have you been, by the way? Pretty good, you. I'm pretty good. Today's episode <laughs> is going to be a question of the week, uh, talking about our sci-fi dispatch team, which we are the captains of. Yes. So pretty much we decided like, hey, we'll both be captains and we just like, you know, that old thing where, you know, where we would get picked last for like, you know, dodgeball and stuff like that. That, but we're the leaders this time. Yes. I can't <laughs> wait to pick myself last again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, but before that, let's get into our reasons. Yeah. So the Star Wars Clone Wars show is finally over, the season, the series finale and everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which it ties with the Revenge of the Sith. So okay. we see Order 66 from the point of view of Ahsoka, which has been the like the face of the show. Right. Outside of like the cartoon versions of Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. Um and uh I, 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 like, I feel a bittersweet about it because it felt like a real end to the skywalker saga i feel oh like oh my god how many times can the skywalker I, saga I end Vinny? but but this is the point <laughs> where it's like all the all the all the holes are filled no uh, like, all right it sounds like a good thursday anymore. night but um <laughs> like we don't need any more i personally want to break from all i'm ready for i'm completely moved on yes the with the uh, high republic which is supposed to be coming out in August, but it's currently been delayed to January. The uh-huh. High Republic is the new era of Star Wars I previously mentioned, where it takes place 200 years before the events of the movies. Great. If you want to hear more about how we feel about the future of Star Wars, you can listen to our episode about, uh, it was like the fall of Skywalker, but yeah. the rise of new stories or something. <laughs> something like that. Whichever episode number it's that was, sp- we did it. Yeah, it's on <laughs> Spotify. Just go back and listen to it Fan and come back did it. and ask us questions. <laughs> anyway, so that was uh, your TV. Do you have any games? Oh, no. Uh, i also been watching My Name is oh. Earl. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, which is an old classic. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I've I just been binge-watching sitcoms off of Hulu now. <laughs> I mean, what is there really left to do at this right moment? Now, That's kind of like all we can do. Uh, Games-wise, I've been... I finally picked up Persona 5 Royale. Oh, man. Uh, okay. I'm almost to the second dungeon. Uh-huh. And which we can't talk about, but yeah. Yeah, which I can't talk about, but I, I, I see the improvements in the game, definitely. I'm, I just have such a weird feeling with that game right now. Well, it's done by a different team than the previous games, which is uh, this new team is going to spearhead the future of Persona. Sure. So okay. it's, it, there's a possibility it's going to be totally different, which I heard Persona 6 is going to be teased around or late June. Okay, I actually thought they weren't done with the Persona Five characters. We still haven't gotten the uh, the fighting game yet. I I don't think I think they've recently in an interview. Uh, the director from the previous Persona Four and Five mm-hmm. said he did he actually did kind of apologize how they milked Persona Four. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, we kind of overdid it. <laughs> I'm really curious, and I, I don't tell me, but like the, in the ending of the Royal, I wonder if it feels more complete. Than, than the original's ending. They added I really a, did not a like new that. semester, a new playable semester in school. So there's going to be... I don't know. I don't know. I, 
It's just literally when you've beaten the game like five times, do you really want to go through it again with the stuff that it should have had the first time? And like I, I almost platinum did. I didn't get the platinum because of a stupid glitch involving the mission list and that stupid magician social link motherfucker. Anyway, oh, uh, <laughs> Morgana. Morgana? It's not Morgana. Morgana's magician. But it's uh, it's the spiky hair guy who's creepy and weird, and he's like a stalker of the group. Blue hair. Oh, him. Um, that's it for me. Uh, okay. All right, rock on. Uh, so we'll swing on to mine real quick. I'll start out with my TV. I started the anime Parasite, which uh, you know, have you heard of Parasite before? I I've seen a few episodes, like the first few episodes during my whole anime binge of like the last five years. Yeah. Okay. So you'll know where I'm going with this. It's yeah. like my boyfriend wanted a new anime to watch, and he's a real ba- <laughs> a big fan of like violent animes. Oh, like Alpha Mind and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, he's not really that far in the the weeaboo hole. He's he's like you know he likes Attack on Titan. Oh. He, he liked. So um, he's like the surface level stuff. Yeah, like surface, like mainstream stuff that's slightly gory. Yeah, and you know we're just showing him stuff like that. I tried getting him into stuff like Cowboy Bebop since the motherfucker says he likes Star Trek, and I would figure he'd Cowboy like Cowboy Bebop is literally my number one. And he said he liked it, but he's not as invested as he does like when watching Parasite or or even Attack on Titan, where it's like more violent and stuff is happening. It's just more adult themed, I guess. Yeah, but anyway, but, back to that. But Cowboy Bebop has adult themes. Yeah, but it's not. It's, but not, it's not like high violent. action, Michael Bay explosion. But here's my point here is like watching Parasite, it's like I, I realize I can't watch Shonen's anymore. I just keep guessing the same fucking plot and it just cliches that happen. It's, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying Shonen's are bad. There's, there's there are good ones out there. Rave Master, which had a whole uh, music themed. To it. But but that's my whole thing. It's like it's just another theme on like the same kind of yeah. story beats. And that's that that's why I kinda like things like Death Note or or even Case Closed or or <laughs> you know, Paranoia Agent, where it's not so much of like a you know a Mob Psycho one oh one. Yeah, I'm just so kind of tired of like these Sentais where it's like the same kind of story beats happening over and over again. The outsider who's has a secret power and people don't realize how good he is, and then he realizes how good he is, and then he fights a big guy who's power. I will it's say this: I I recently discovered Bob Psycho 100, and I really did like it. That's fair. I'm not saying you can't like Shonen. Oh, I know. I'm just saying that's uh, for anybody who wants to know, like, if a good one. Sure. Bob Psycho 100. I'm just saying, me personally, I think I'd rather watch something else. So, but regardless, it's just funny because I watched Parasite and it's like, oh my God, it's just another show where the main character has a special power that's thrust upon him and now he's thrust, thrust. into a world that he didn't realize existed alongside our In own. In a thrusted world. I, am I talking about Bleach? Am I talking about Parasite? Like, who knows, right? I, you I know. Haka show. I, it's it's a common thing, and that's a good one. I actually really like. I Yu love Yu Yu Hakusho. That's so a classic shonen anime. But I think it's not fair because I, I when I was young, I watched that. Oh, so yeah, maybe that's why. Because it's shonen is young boy or whatever the fuck yeah. young young anime. Did you hear there's gonna be a sequel to uh uh what's that one? That, oh God, with a with with a fox demon guy. Uh, Inuyasha? Yeah, there's gonna be a scene yeah. with Inuyasha with their yeah, kids. there is. Yeah, it's gonna be like a whole thing with Sashomaru's kid, uh, Inuyasha's kid, and what looks like Naraku's kid, but it could be just a random kid. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm not terribly invested in Yasha. I, I don't know anything about Yasha. I remember it just, I've seen it and I made fun of it and that's it. Yeah. I mean, I just, I would not I've make fun it. of it. It was if, on Adult Swim. If it wasn't for the fact that they felt the need to remind the audience that Inuyasha got like pinned to the, the, the bone eater well tree or whatever the fuck. Oh yeah. And it's just like it, it, every fucking episode, you got to remind them. <laughs> Every goddamn a long time ago, Inuyasha was bound to the sacred butt tree. Kikyo did it, and she was it's, a stinky it's butt. It's funny because uh, when when Deadpool cried in an anime, they did the exact same thing. They focused on uh, Dante being crucified with his sword on his chest. Dante literally gets stabbed in like every, every game, right? Yeah, he gets stabbed and killed by his own sword in every game. That's a trope. That's a classic D- DMC Is it, trope. Now we're we're skeetering along the edge of trope and uh, staple. <laughs> or just the, the core gameplay. The reason why you you buy the game. Anyway, you watch it get stabbed. Moving on from Parasite, I, I thought it was pretty okay. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Shonen's, but it was alright. Had interesting gore. Uh, <laughs> movies. Uh, I saw two movies. Uh, one, I'm not going to say too, too much, but I saw 007 Goldeneye. Oh, I love that one. It's it's a classic for me just because I grew up with the N64 game, so it's cool to see all the levels. And where it's based and off And what of. it's based off of, you know what I mean? And it's a good movie. Like, it's... It's one of those core James Bond movies. Like, if, if you're going to watch a spy movie, it's one of the ones you have to watch. Yeah. I mean, well, it's one of the... I mean, it's one of my favorite Pierce Brosnan ones because there yeah. are better James Bond movies. Oh in general. yeah, there's good ones, bad ones. I actually really like Daniel Craig. I, I know that's like a mainstream like option to pick, but he seems really solid. It's just like he is. You know, I, I haven't seen everything though. Uh, I forget which one I like more, whether it's Casino Royale or Casino Royale is the only one I've seen. What's it's not Skyfall. Spectre. Sky, Skyfall was pretty okay. I didn't so, see Skyfall. Those two I kind of liked. I think I liked Casino Royale the most, though. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. I didn't want to talk too much about it because I wanted to talk about Commando. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you seen Commando? I've heard about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I've heard about it. It's, I, I've heard about it. It's it's a It was a good movie. I like Commando. I know it's a classic. It's a it's a classic Arnold movie. Yeah. Uh, Freaking. He's a. It's pretty much almost like uh, Predator. It is his character from Predator. Yeah, it's Dutch, basically from Predator. <laughs> but his daughter gets kidnapped. Isn't Carl Weathers also in Commando too? I don't think so. Because for I know- the most part, it's mainly Arnold and this other lady he runs into. Oh, that's right. And, and it's all. But the- he's so mean to her. He's so <laughs> fucking mean. He like he okay. He wants to sneak into her car and tell him or tell her to follow that that car. Right. Yeah. Like he sneaks into her car. Follow that car. Okay. But he fucking rips out her passenger seat and launches that to the side and then crawls in and she's like, "Why'd you break my car? Follow that car." <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? You just ripped out my freaking passenger seat. That reminds me of Arnold's classic, The Last Action Hero. Oh my god. Either way, what I, I do know about Commando, uh, me being the Resident Evil nerd that I am. Well, first off, um, his daughter, I, I oh god, I forgot who actually, Alyssa Milano, when she was really young, played uh, Arnold's daughter in that movie. Oh, no way. Yeah, but um, what's even more interesting is if you look at it in certain angles, she looks like Eleven from Stranger Things. <laughs> it's really weird. Maybe it's just me, but I, I really saw that. And uh, one last thing I want to mention about it. There's a scene towards the end. It's maybe not so much of a spoiler. I'm not going to. too. Well, I mean, there was one we checked. Anyway. Um, with Arnold? No, not with Arnold. Uh, of course not. They weren't able to get Arnold again. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. So I'm a Resident Evil fan, so I noticed one thing about uh commando there's a scene towards the end where there's like a knife fight 
Yeah. And I swear, Vinny, there are like angles and specific uh, um, blocking that that were used in freaking Resident Evil 4. That's awesome. The Leon Krauser fight. They, they do the same grapple thing. They even fall off the same kind of thing. It's oh so like, wow, Capcom. Wow, our Capcom team. loves their action movies. They, they, Maybe it's not so much Capcom as it's the Resident Evil dev team. Yeah. Or Shinji Mikami. Or someone in the team really fucking likes 80s action movies because Alien, Terminator, Commando. I'm pretty sure the gun that Arnie uses in that movie is what they tried to replicate on the cover of the original RE where he's making that that crazy face. And he has that crazy gun that makes no sense. I think that's what they were trying to copy because he has like a fucking shotgun with a rifle stock. It's like the weirdest thing. I don't know if that's real. Is it an actual weapon in the game? I don't know. Wait. Wait, no, but in one of the fucking, <laughs> either in Sega Saturn or whatever version of it, it's an unlockable gun. So it normally Why did they not, not bring that back? Because it's, it was just a, I a don't dumb know, joke. an exclusive unlockable for that that platform. Who knows? Either way, that's Commando. That's oh, awesome. Man. So the game. Oh, this is actually perfect because this actually leads into the news. Um, <laughs> So I started playing Dead by Daylight again. Nice. Now, uh, Vinny, do you, do you know why I would start playing Dead by Daylight again? Well, I do, in fact. Actually, I'm the one that who pointed out to you before the official announcement. All right. Do you want to run through how that, that interaction went, how our text messages went? So I, 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 so every day I'm on Reddit. I just look up whatever it's going on in right. the world. I was asleep. If we're, he was if we're framing the story right now. Thank you. So uh, I noted I was on the Silent Hill Reddit because that's the one that I follow. And... I noticed one post was talking about uh, uh, just leaked out something about Silent Hill is the next chapter for Dead by Daylight. Right. It shows the logo Silent Hill with Dead by Daylight. Well, it just says Dead by Daylight and then Silent, Silent Hill. Hill under it. It's obviously, not like anything else. Like, obviously, come on. it could have been fake. It could have been Photoshop. But I honestly, I had to ask him because he he's a Silent Hill expert. He knows his shit. Right. So I was like, you know what? I just want to double make sure. So I sent it to him. And uh, I was like, is, is this real? And you, you, uh, I guess woke up, and how? Wh- okay, and this is where I, I, I freaking enter Bone King. Uh, I see the message. I go, all right, you know what? I see enough people like Dead by Daylight's having a fourth anniversary. If anyone was gonna make a fake freaking, you know, thing to throw people off, it's now Reddit. would be the time, and it would be Reddit. So why not? So I see the message. I tell Vinny, okay, this is fake. This is almost hundred percent fake. Yeah, I, I don't see this being a thing because Konami is not gonna do anything with Silent Hill. Yeah, they haven't done anything in a while. Why would they care now? But then I go, but let me check. So I start Google searching Silent Hill Dead by Daylight. And it's like, oh, okay, so no one's refuting this. No one. It's just people are like, oh, my God, this is happening. And I'm like, wait, wait, really? And then lo and behold, Pyramid Head is now added to Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah. Uh, Not only Pyramid Head, but Pyramid Head and Cheryl Mason. Basically, it's just Heather Mason with a spoiler alert. Yeah, it's it's a giant spoiler, right? Yeah, it's a huge. Th- you're not supposed to know any of that. No, I know Adrian and a, and a couple of people are are in the camp that like you know it's an old game. There's no need for spoilers if it's been out for so long. I don't necessarily agree because I feel like you know I would rather give everyone at least the opportunity to have that experience. Yeah. Not that it's my responsibility, but that like you know maybe yeah. let's try. I, if you want new people to get into the series, they want to get the full experience. Right. The and best. if I wanted to do that, why would I ruin what what yeah. I would. Think some of the best parts are 
Definitely. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, Cheryl Mason is her name. And the elementary school is and the location. Yes. It is in the Midwich Elementary School. So I have a theory about this. Okay. So I have a feeling they wanted to make a reference to all three of the classic Silent Hills. So they went with a location from the first game. Yeah. A the the killer from the second game, okay, Pyramid Head, and the main survivor from the third game, Heather. Which so makes we have sense. one, two, and three. Yeah, we don't. I guess they felt no need to put a Silent Hill four reference. <laughs> Walter has an alternate skin for somebody. Thank God they didn't have a reference for Homecoming or Downpour or Book of Memories. So even the bad. design of Pyramid Head itself is from the uh, Silent Hill 2. Correct. So if, if eagle-eyed viewers and fans of Silent Hill would notice that Pyramid Head's helmet is not the sharp variant, it's it's the flathead one. So that that's kind of like the OG. He doesn't have the fucking uh, giant six-pack thing. He just has sick arms and a butcher's apron. That's that's classic OG. They kind of <laughs> melded the two because I don't remember Pyramid Head having crazy biceps, but I guess, I don't know, they made him more hey, stylish. Man, if you're going to lift that... You're going to end up with muscles anyway. Right, right. Um, I guess, and that's probably explains why Heather has, you know, she looks like she's taken like six six parts of crack. What am I oh, trying yeah. to say? I don't even she know how you take hungry. crack. <laughs> Somebody feed her. I said I don't six, remember her looking this hungry. Six parts of crack. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. How do you distribute crack? She don't looks tell like me. she just took heroin. Uh-huh. Yeah. She looks terrible. I don't know. Regardless, they're in the game. Um, I just feel a little weird. It, not that it's bad or anything. It's just kind of a weird thing to add uh, to see Pyramid Head and Heather running around. They're kind of not related to each other at all. No, because Pyramid Head is strictly James thing. What, whatever. Which, uh, yeah, you're right. I agree with that. But I will also, you know, admit it's dead by daylight. It's not a fucking lore it's not thing. It's or No one gives a shit. Be... It's just a fun, you know, yeah. fun Which rock. is fine. Which is fine. I'm not saying it has to adhere Pyramid to Pyramid Head makes sense. It is a good mascot character from Silent Hill. But what if I told you that the next chapter involved Nemesis as the killer, but the survivor was Chris Redfield, and it was in the Pueblo from Resident Evil for why I, not that it's bad it's a silly harmless fun yeah and i would enjoy that it's even. funny like, it's just a weird combination it is and i'm just like all right that's cool i but guess in a way at least the main the original three great games is getting the attention right and i'm and i'm happy it doesn't have any you know modern sh influence it's just kind of like they kept it to the original they 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 kept it at the roots they brought it back to the roots oh my God. they brought it they really brought it back to the roots we're not americanizing it so i know we're talking a little bit about it but this delved into our I mean, that's yeah. fine. Um, I want to talk about a little bit how Pyramid Head plays. Oh, shit. Before I forget, there's more. There's another survivor that got released, but no one's talking about it. What? Yeah. Um, there's a legendary skin for Heather. Yeah. So they were talking about it in the developer stream. Um, there's going to be a legendary skin, which, as they describe, change your character completely, including voice and looks. So you think it's James? No, I know who it is because they showed it. Oh, it's who? Lisa Garland from Silent Hill 1. N- not a bad pick. All right, look, I'm not not a bad pick. Lisa Garland. I don't hate that. I likely. I wish Lisa had more attention in these games. But if you had an opportunity to put a legendary skin, and you have Pyramid Head as the killer, James. It seems a little bit obvious that you would pick James. But I mean, hey, I, 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 would Guy come back as James? 
No, it's not even fucking Heather Mason or Heather Morris playing Heather. Oh, that's right. It's it's a completely new person. Yeah. So like, I I, I they wouldn't have to even get Guy Sehe. I I would just was expecting Guy um James and not Lisa. Yeah. We're just fine. Lisa's fine. Although neither of them were in the elementary school. At least I don't think so. I don't think no. Lisa. Not Heather was in a recreation of the elementary school for one fucking room in the church, and yeah. that's it. But regardless. It seems like a fun thing. I want to talk about. Did you? You didn't say any gameplay, so you mind if I go into that? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I promise I won't make this super long. So, um, yeah, let me know how. How is it? How is playing as Pyramid Head? So Pyramid Head is actually pretty fun, if not broken as all fuck. Really? I mean, I think so. There's a lot of people online that don't think so. So maybe I'm just really good. No, I'm just. I don't. Know, I play one. Game. I guess I am the O O O P Pyramid Head. I will say his perks are fucking terrible. All of his perks are really, like, circumstantial and don't really add anything. Um, I'm pretty sure one of them is kind of like uh, Nurse's Calling, where, like, if someone's healing at a far enough distance that you could see through them with an aura. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's nice. That doesn't really do anything. I can't even remember what the other two do, and I'm so sorry, audience. I probably should have written down what his ability is. You want to look that up or no? No, go. With <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Uh, but we can talk about his main ability, though. So he has a new thing now that Pyramid had never had before. Um, he has this thing where he can stick his great knife into the ground and create barbed wire trails. All right. And if the, any character runs over those, those barbed wire trails, they gain a like suffering status. And, uh, when you knock them down, you have the ability to send them into their own cage. It's essentially your own hook system. All right. And I'm not, and people say that's not cheap. It's very circumstantial because, like, you know, why would you do that? You put them far away from you. But it's like you don't even have to put them on the hook. You could just fucking, okay, bye. <laughs> and then that's it. And then, and that's not even talking about his other ability, which is the ground wave. So you can, what fighting your, game tactic is that? A hundred percent. It's literally Geese's power geyser, let's be honest. But anyway, um, like what he does is he, when you stick your great knife into the ground and charge it enough, you can release it and it releases like a ground wave that reaches across like a farther what? distance. Not only does this thing reach pretty far, it goes through walls. <laughs> so that's interesting. Um, and, and I just. How do you survive against that? I mean, I did it. I did it once because I also played Heather. Yeah. Uh, I would say Heather's major perk thing is that she has the ability to uh, have the entity seal off a generator for her. And I'm like, why would you Why would you turn off a generator for yourself? And the answer to that someone told me is that, well, if a killer wants to hit your generator, he can't do it because you closed it. So she has like her own in with the entity to do shit, which I think is really interesting with Heather. Um, or Cheryl, I'm sorry. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, excusez-moi, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, other than that, the perks aren't really worth mentioning. I know there's one for Pyramid Head where you can kick a generator, and um, depending on whether or not people have worked on it, he can see them from far away. A lot of his things are when people are far away, and that seems to be a major focus. Pyramid Head's really good, though. Yeah. I will say, like, playing as him, he's way faster than Pyramid Head has ever been. Really? Like, think about it. I was like, how in the fuck are you going to add Pyramid Head to, to freaking Dead by Daylight? He's so slow because he drags Have you equipped the fucking Great Knife? It's so heavy. Not unless you fucking shoot him with, like, six bullets and he gets pissed off. Does he actually start charging really fast? Yeah. But he's a fast killer. He has, like, the same speed as, like... One of the fastest, I forget, but I do know that when he's dragging, he's the same movement speed as the fucking Huntress. So it's like, all right, so he's not even that bad when he's dragging the Great Knife. Yeah. So, okay. 
Anyway, uh, so that's... Oh, the map. Uh, one last thing, the map. It's the elementary school from Silent Hill 1. Yes, it is Midwich Elementary. And not only... It's not just a, like, influenced or inspired thing from Midwich. It is almost quite literally the map from Midwich Elementary. Does it look elementary. like the kindergarten cop school? Yes. Yes! Because it is the freaking map from Silent Hill 1, albeit they added a little bit of extra, you know, shortcuts, you know, holes in the wall. And well, ladders. I would say for the game. For the game, you know, to make that shit work better. But for the most part, it is roughly the same layout. And I was surprised. I did not expect that. Because you know what? I fucking hate that layout. I fucking hate the school <laughs> from the first Silent Hill. I'm sorry. It's one of the worst locations. I get that it's not that hard to wrap your head around, but everywhere looks the goddamn same, okay? It's a fucking school. I, I, I like the hospital way better. <laughs> I like, I like the, 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 even moving around the town better. I just really don't like that intro segment in the school <laughs> in Silent Hill 1. Anyway, um, so those are my news. Uh, do you have any news you want to tell us? No, I, that's it, really. Really? No really? news? Oh, I have one other news. You want, to go, want me to tell you? Yeah. All right, here you go. You ready? So if you're a Resident Evil, uh, ambas- Resident Evil, if you are a Resident Evil ambassador, you might have gotten an email that told everyone that there's going to be big Resident Evil news. Oh, on, Resident Evil is probably going to be announced then. On June 10th. That's pretty soon. That's very specific. June 10th, huh? What, is, it, is June 10th specific in any... For any, I don't know. I don't remember is it a anything. Date for the original game or something. I have no idea. I haven't checked it or anything. But what I do know is that they hardly ever make such direct statements such as these. So I'm kind of like Resident uh-huh. Evil Seven Point Five. What do they mean by that? You play as Ethan, and you have to face his own Silent Resident Evil. I, I, <laughs> that seems to be the rumor that it's Ethan as the main character, and Chris Redfield helps him out, and it's like in a. I don't know. They said either Ukraine or someplace in your, your the, Europe. What right? I've heard from rumors and speculations is that it's going to take place in Europe, and it's not going to involve zombies. It's going to involve like witches and werewolves. Well, it'll be zombie versions of witches and werewolves, which yeah. is I don't know. We'll see how it goes. My biggest complaint is if they did bring Ethan back, that's kind of a shame. I really liked his story, kind of I, concluding there. It's, he should be his own standalone character. It never really. Standalone I never character. got the implication that he wanted to continue the fight like that. Unless there's a good reason. It's not like he said, oh, well, this is spoilers. But anyway, we'll move on. I think it's about time we make a decision here. Because I'm getting a distress signal. Vinny, do you hear it? Bloop, bloop, it is a bloop. distress signal. It's telling us that there's something going down on the surface of... <laughs> we got to assemble an away team, okay? Anyone from our respective ships. Your ship, you get your team, okay? I'll have my team, all right? And you start out over there, and I'll start over here. You focus on the (laughs) signal, I'll survey the planet. All right, well, let's gather our team, and then we'll meet back after, uh, you know, 0500? That sounds good. All right, see you then. See you then. Hello everyone, this is Bone King, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast, hosted proudly on the Fan Freaks Facebook group. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S, Fan Freaks. This is Leisurely Vinny from the Unyielding Journey, reporting, reporting. That was not the name you told me before. That one better. Unfortunately, my commanding officer didn't really quite appreciate the Unyielding Cub shot. I was... I was jumping from hyperspace. I don't know. The USS unyielding cum shot is really fucking strong. My boss got yelled at from your <laughs> anus administration. Oh my god. <laughs>
Um, but yeah, yeah. Okay, so we we got our ships ready, and I want to ask: Do you have your sci-fi away team ready? I got my sci-fi team ready and loaded. Okay, all right. How do we decide who goes first? Uh, honestly, I think since I probably am at a huge advantage, you should go first. Oh, really? Oh, not not because. Are you saying that my ship is small? Yes. Are you trying to say that my ship is small? I'm saying when you were telling me about your team, you had no idea what you're talking about. Oh my god. All right, so let's go ahead. I'll start out. Right. No, no worries. I'll start us out. So first things first, I am the captain. Did you add a dispatcher? A dispatcher? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I did. Uh, my sixth member. So we didn't actually talk about the the roles. We should pr- probably do that. Yeah. So there's a. Uh... We, there's one, two, three, six roles, including the captain, which is us. So we can't pick another captain. Right. So, okay. Basically, when we picked our teams, we got a captain. uh, We got engineering. We got security. We got medical. We got intelligence, which basically is like covert ops, spy stuff, essentially. And operations, who is our, you know, our dispatcher, our person in the chair, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now that we got the rules out of the way, let's go ahead and get into my team. I am the captain, obviously, uh, Captain Bone King. Uh, okay. This is my haunted crew. Um, my second, uh, my engineering captain, or captain, I should not do that. My engineering uh, officer is Jordy LaForge from Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. All right. So I had a lot of decisions to make from Star Trek, right? Yeah. I, 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 I challenged myself to do only one character per franchise, okay? Oh, I challenged myself with no Star Wars characters. Okay, well, that that's a big one for you, but you said you didn't want to do it, so I let you do I, it. I wanted the challenge. Okay, so I also took this uh, A challenge, not that challenge. That's a big one I took. But, you know, yeah. uh, I, I got Jordy LaForge because, yeah, um, oh, also, there's no captains. We're not allowed to pick captains. Yeah. Yeah, and we're not allowed to pick captains. Uh, anyway, so I picked Jordy LaForge because I have seen... Quite a few episodes of Star Trek now, right? And they usually get the solution from some random happenstance, and usually they just kind of get bailed out for even no reason at all sometimes. Like, I'd say Data even, like, manages to pull it out of his ass more than anyone. But, um, like, after seeing the show enough times, like, I feel like if anyone's earned a lot of the, the solutions that happen in the show, it's Jordy. Like, okay... You have to understand, there are two characters in Next Generation that actively get shit done, besides, I guess, Picard. Yeah. Okay? They are Data. No, not even Riker. Riker Riker ends up being a liability more than anything half the time. He's a great guy, and I love him. He's a a very attractive man, but he also is pretty hot-tempered, and he does succeed in a lot of areas, but he obviously is kind of like a foil in personality to how Picard would act. And I'm not saying he's a bad guy or he's bad at his job. I'm just saying, out of everyone on the crew, the two people who end up pulling their weight the most are Data and Jordy. Now, if I had to choose between two people, one being the um omnipresent, omnipotent, whatever the fuck, robot, robot, who could do a million calculations per second because he's that fucking powerful, or Jordy, a dude who's just doing his best, I'm gonna pick Jordy. Oh, yeah. All right? Get get credit when credit is due. There have been multiple situations where data has been taken over or some other bullshit, and I just think Jordy is the best uh, best pick because he's just that, he's up to data's level, and he has the human element. Yeah. So I picked Jordy as my engineering. Um, so my security chief uh, will be Rex from Mass Effect. <laughs> Other than being obvious eye candy, uh, Rex is very strong. Uh, I, 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 if you play Mass Effect, you would know he's yeah. very strong. 
Um, he is very strong. I also kind of like his very street smart attitude. He's kind of got a southern bounty hunter kind of. It's kind of cool. I, I love him to death. He, I, I don't know why he wasn't a romance option because I guess only Garrus is dateable. Whatever yeah. game, but <laughs> yeah. regardless, I think it'd be a big strong man that could get the big strong things done. Um, my uh, medical officer would be paramedic from Metal Gear Solid Three. That's a goddamn good one. Yes. So, uh, Ooh, I love that one. Medic for, is. Oh, uh, she was my second choice. She so, was, uh, she was. I. Uh, she was my second choice too. Metal Gear Solid, I guess some people would argue is more of like, especially three, is more of like a spy fiction. But it does have, it does heavily go into spy, uh, sci-fi. I was, if you could somehow explain to me some of the the fucking bosses we fight in MGS two and MGS three, the fucking fortune, four, the, the fear, the fury. Uh, I there's just a lot of fucking characters that get sci-fi esque explanations. Oh my, nanobites. And if I and I, what, I couldn't really think of a lot of any other medics besides people in Star Trek. So I feel like paramedic is the best option. She, uh, you know, she's very quirky. She knows what she's talking about. She's able to adapt very quickly. Uh, I.e., look at the bosses from MGS two and three yeah. and how ridiculous they are. Uh, she's able to adapt to that. Plus, you get fucking movie trivia. She's the best. Every single time you save. She's she was my waifu. She's great. As long I don't know how great she would be in the field. Remember that this is a dispatch mission, oh, yeah. so I might be wrong sending her out. She seems like she's but really good But guess what? There. It'll be fun. But you know what? She stays at a safe area, and I don't know. We, we leave her there. That's okay. We, we Resident Evil 4 leave her in a dumpster, <laughs> and that's what we do. Uh, anyway, so moving on. My uh, intelligence officer, so my, my captain of uh, – captain. My officer of covert ops is kind of a weird pick. I was going to pick Ada Wong, but she is horrible at her job. And that's not really much of a sci-fi, so we're not picking that, you Resident Evil freaking nuts. <laughs> you nutso. Anyway, um, a maniac. Uh, so my covert ops intelligence officer is actually 9S. Rambo. Rambo? He'd no. be a muscle. Get out of here. <laughs> no, it's 9S from Near Automata. That's awesome. Right? I figure if anyone's good at hacking and getting information, it's like it's not so much an engineer like that's actually fix fixing the machinery and whatnot. He's actively just getting information and he's in a good and out. character too. How, how much better of a spy can you be if all you have to do is just like hack something from a distance? You don't even have to go in the building. He'll just stand there and he'd be like, done. He's. I feel like him and paramedic are going to be in the back row. All they have to do is do all their shit from the side until someone gets hurt and then paramedic has to come in. Yeah. No, wait. Paramedic is good at guiding people into healing themselves. So even better. <laughs> so we don't even need her to run out. Her and 9S could stay in the back and then freaking stay Rex. Stay with the dropship. Rex, Jordy, and me can freaking run out front. Actually, Je Rex, Jordy, me, and one other member who, oh, actually, no, he would stay in the back because yeah. he's operations. Never mind. Um, so the last person for operations who would stay in the back with 9X, uh, 9S and paramedic would be Jet from yeah. Cowboy Bebop. He's good. He's a, he's a great mechanic, So he's and uh, he's a tough guy, so he can stay in defense. Mm -hmm. He's he's really good with sidearms. Um, yeah, he's able to, to defend for himself, so he's he not kind a, of fragile he, there. He has a metal arm, so he definitely could definitely – Use that for what you don't know <laughs> for anything even you don't know and he's and he's and he's funny yeah so I don't know if you noticed but like I kind of more appreciate people who have down to earth street smarts kind of personalities as opposed to like 
you know, very high class, smart, intelligent oh my characters. God. So I always go for really like <laughs> pirate, space pirate esque kind of yeah. people. Except for Jordy, who's like the odd one out of this entire fucking crew. And well, Paramedic isn't really like a space pirate, but like Jordy would be like, why is no one fucking following protocol? I hate this. <laughs> But anyway, Jet's great. He can come in in the nick of time. Uh, he's got his own ship. Uh, you know, he's funny as fuck, and he's, you know, really smart. So yeah. that would be my team. And just to round it out, we got me as the captain, Jordy LaForge as engineering, Rex as head of security, paramedic as medical, uh, medical doctor, uh, 9S as intelligence, and Jet would be my operations officer. Okay. All right. So uh, that would be the, the away team of the Alexander L77. I, I like your theme. Yeah? Yeah, I really do. I, I think it's just something I feel like more comfortable with, you know? <laughs> All right, you you obviously find, find this hilarious, so go ahead and tell me what you got. Uh, so mine is uh, a group of misfits you would not expect to work with each other. <laughs> All right, all right. You got yourself a little Guardians of the Galaxy thing going on. That's fair. Beyond Guardians of the Galaxy, this is—I think this is better. Uh-huh. So we're gonna start with Parker from Alien. He's the uh, old white dude from uh, Alien. He was the engineer. Oh, but doesn't he get off like pretty freaking quickly? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen. He has a cat. <laughs> but there's a reason why I didn't pick characters that I just liked because you know what? They die real fast in horror. Listen. He's really good at his job, and in the comics, he actually pulls his weight in a longer period of time on the ship than what the movie shows. Oh, because you're talking about extended universe version of this character. I guess. Okay, all right, that's fair. I didn't know that. Okay, that's about the fine. Movie. The movie, he shows up and dies, Vinny. What do you want he's, from me? I, also, personality-wise, he's really funny. And but I, answer me this, if I may. Yeah. Because I didn't pick him either. Why didn't you pick Isaac Clark as your engineer? Because I just, with my, hmm. I was really close. It but was close, you know yeah. what? Isaac kind of bumbles his way out of everything and Jordy actually figures things out. So I thought there was like a really obvious pick here. Yeah. You know? So I just was curious why you didn't pick Isaac. I just, I just, it just didn't fit my You love Dead Space. I, mean, I love Dead Space. He's good at his it's job. Great. He just kind of really reckless about yeah. it. I mean, he just goes heads first. <laughs> I don't. I just boggles my mind when you'd pick him, the the dude from Man, the janitor looking dude from Alien. I love that aesthetic. I love the aesthetic of Space Trucker. That's why. All right, so he okay. Vinny picks Scruffy as his head of engineering. <laughs> He's also the actor from Twin Peaks too. So that's kind of is he? Who does he play? In Twin he Peaks? plays the uh, he plays the uh, guy who owns the trailer park. Oh my god, he totally is. I'm going over here. What's over there? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> okay, all right, go. For security, I picked uh, Makoto uh, Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell. She, oh my god. She's pretty much the original version of 2B from uh, Near Automata. Shit, that's a really good pick. And she's, what I like about her is not just that she's a really good cop, but she could also make sure that nothing else would get damaged around the situation. So we're good with no collateral damage or anything like that. Well, that's why you would have... Someone as in engineering in the first place, but I see what you're doing. I, nah, I have a guy as a joke. I need someone. You can talk about cross-classing <laughs> because your guy is a joke in the first role. <laughs> that, that seems very interesting. I don't know, but seriously, Makoto, that's that, that's a very I, big also pick. she Also, like your choice for Rex, she's also a bit of eye candy for me. Yeah, but if we were to put them in a fight, 
Oh, that's gonna be a good ass. Makoto fight. wins. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll even she... admit to that. Oh yeah, no. Rex gets taken out with a pistol whip that he wasn't expecting. <laughs> I don't think Makoto could be taken out this way. Oh no. If you especially if you watch the original animated movie, like the OG Ghost in the Shell movie. Yeah. Sh- nothing can Shit, stop. I don't know. Your security officer is gonna fucking destroy my <laughs> I don't even need to send anybody else. Just send her down. That's like if oh that's like if I pick two B instead of nine S. Right? Yeah. She he, she would have totally been uh, security yeah. so for medical i chose dr janet frazier from stargate sg1 okay i'm unfamiliar with this character so tell me what so what, who she's she basically uh she's the she's the meta character basically when somebody gets her out in the stargate field that when they come back she's the one that heals but she's also easily adapt to learning about alien physiology so mm. she's a quick learner about other species and stuff like that so if there's anything out there that needs uh, medical attention and not just human you know she it's an, a, a plus one for a, a additional skill yeah yeah i feel like that's very similar to like a starfleet officer yeah any of the starfleet doctors which i was very close to picking as well um it's it's, it's Stargate is very similar to star trek and yeah. sure it's just funny because i think again i'm comparing my picks to yours and like again paramedic really only knows earth things yeah so like, i i i think something sci-fi you know like i tried to pick like a fun medic character that i would have fun with dude i have a fun engineer okay you know who would actually be a good runner-up for medic though who uh o'malley or from red versus blue yeah or what's it what's his that's Do- the bad uh, one's name doc doc it's just doc, doc. isn't it Son of a doc bitch. would be good doc would be fucking hilarious doc with o'malley personality from red- oh that's a good pick but i still pick red paramedic but. yeah all right, ready for my covert? And yep. this is what I'm excited about the most. Because okay, I looked were, it up. You were laughing about it. I this. looked it up, and it is technically sci-fi, because it is a dystopian future. Okay. So ready for this? Snake Plissken from Escape from New York. Okay. I love that choice. So <laughs> I get why you were laughing earlier. Because you were like, why don't you pick some, one of the snakes? And I'm like, oh, I have someone else. And you're like, oh, no, did he pick mine? <laughs> Okay. All right. Snake, That's a good and pick. specifically Snake Pluskin, like the OG, uh, Kurt, not Kurt Russell. It is Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell yeah. guy. Yeah, it's funny because like I think about him, and at first I'd be like, "No, he's a muscle. He'd be security." You know what I mean? Like that—that's the security officer. But the thing is, he is literally hired to do a covert op. Yeah. So it's he's, like he's, he's still covert. Yeah. He's just not very good at being sneaky. Oh god, no! It's so, like <laughs> it's like John McCain, Bruce Willis was trying to be a ninja. You got a mechanic <laughs> who's not very good at being a mechanic. Because I mean, well, is he though? He is engineer. a good engineer. Is he? Yes, he does. He did. He did keep. The, he does to keep the ship afloat while you know. Okay. He does his job. I'm just saying because we got a covert op officer who's not really covert, <laughs> but we got a security who's good and a medical. Who's well, just because he's you know Snake is based off of Snake Plissken yeah. doesn't mean he is Snake and as good as Snake oh, as him. You know what I mean? Wait, uh, Snake would have been a good pick too, by the way. Snake would be a great choice. Snake still counts. Oh, uh, naked Snake would be perfect. Our rule says no captains, so he still would count. He's not a captain of anything. Yeah, and then for a dispatcher, I put Niobe from The Matrix. Ah, that's who I was talking about. You said Naomi. That's who I was talking about, though. I didn't Na- know the names. Yeah, Ni- uh, Niobe would be my dis- is my dispatcher. She is. Uh, oh no. What I picked her is that she's versatile, not just for smaller ships, but uh, larger ships too. That's like, so she has really good skills for piloting. the game, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. Sorry, continue. The Matrix game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The PS2, right? Right. Yeah. Because she had way more cool shit in that. Oh, yeah, no. She she is really good at, you know, her job. 
Oh man, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I honestly, it's funny because when you brought her up, Niobe, I just think about like in general. Uh, in the movie, she really doesn't get a lot of time to shine outside of like that one court scene, and and, yeah, and she and she uh, she flew a ship outside of her training class for the first time, and she nailed it. That's she true. Nailed it. All I know is that in the game, I liked playing as her a lot. Also, so yeah. But anyway, so that could you give me everyone in your team again? Um, yeah, sir, ready for this? Yes, Parker from Alien. Wait, I can't hear you. What? Uh, Parker. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then we got Moko. Uh, Motok. <laughs> then we got Motoko. Put the phone in front of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Motoko Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell. Still, I think he's your strongest pick. I'm sorry, but go ahead. That's Continue. the best pick. Doctor Janet Frazier, Stargate SG One. That's my personal good pick. Of course. Uh, Snake Plissken from Escape from New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I picked Ada, you know, like someone who's just she literally uses her real See, name all band the of time. Misfits. Band of misfits. Uh, that is true. That is true. Continue. And uh, dispatcher Naomi for the Matrix. This is a pretty solid team. I like our, no no one in our team is particularly snobby. No, we have good people. We have t- we have good personalities. I would say the only person who's slightly snobby would maybe be uh, Frazier and Jordy. Parker, I think, actually. Because there's a scene in really? Alien where uh, Ripley was trying to nag on him for working uh, engineering with Hoop. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and there was like a whole bunch of steam and loud noises. So they're pretending that he couldn't hear her. So as after she left, he just turns on the lever and everything just turns off and everything was fine. <laughs> like he's like he has like a like a joke sense of humor like that that's good that's good i'm just thinking like i don't think so anyone on our team would be a stickler for rules so much oh no we, mm. that's the thing about when you're outside on the field there's times you got to work outside think outside the box so let's say we our mission was like a, a search and rescue mission right let's say like <sighs> we had to get someone we we're rescuing a hostage do you think our team would be able to pull it off I th- we, te- we still have a little bit of time, so we might. I know. As well. I think your team will be able to pull it off. I think the way it would work is like we find out the location using 9s hacking, literally probably the whole planet. Yeah. Uh, and just finding out where the hell the hostage is. Then we have 9s and paramedic find like a bunker right next to it, just fucking sit there the whole goddamn time. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Jet stay in the ship in case anything happens. He can come out, and then literally it would just be me and Jordy first. Rex is in behind behind us because yeah. he has to protect us. Uh, but we try a covert op first. You know, uh, 9S would unlock doors by hacking shit without even being uh-huh. there because he's that. It'd be like a little, <laughs> you know, shoot 'em up game because that's how it works. Every door would be like that. Um, now that I think about it, that'd probably take a little bit of time. Too. Yeah. Hold on. I'm doing the beat up the shoot 'em up game. Anyway, so we get in there. We find the hostage. Uh, Jordy figures out some invention or way to fucking break whatever thing he's being held in. Bada boom, bada bing. Rex carries the motherfucker up. We get out. No questions asked. We are good. Uh, ready for my scenario? That that is how my out team Alexander is gonna do that. Mine's gonna go out a little differently. Now paint this picture, okay? Okay. So we're gonna start out with we have Niobe as the dispatcher and Snake Pluskin, and they're gonna figure out where the location is, right? Okay. So they're gonna work together, figure that out while my team gets ready. Who are the two people to look for location? Uh, Snake. And, and how, okay, <laughs> now you need to explain to me how the fuck Snake is doing research from a ship. He he very much needs to be no, down do- and talk to someone no, no. in a bar. That is how no, no. Snake no, no. does No, this things. is after we land. Okay, so but is Niobe in the ship? Uh, Niobe is on the dropship. Does is anyone <laughs> in the ship? 
Vinny, I cannot stress the, the only person on the ship <laughs> having a pilot at the fucking ship. It's for, although, although we did, it, you know, I take that back. I was gonna say we're doing a dispatch team, but the, the operator should be in the fucking listen, ship. Listen, Parker's friend Hoop from Aliens up on the ship. He's fine. All right, I guess that's fair. Although, if something breaks in the away mission, you're kind of fucked because he's your engineer. Right. Well, I got Parker, who's also an engineer, but he's mainly okay, focusing on being an engineer. And Makoto for Makoto, he's yeah. the engineer for her. So whatever equipment she needs, he's on it. Oh, he's Makoto upkeep. Yeah. Okay, I can see this. Uh, and, but, you know that works because in Alien there are androids, yeah. so he already has yeah. knowledge about how that mm-hmm. works. If he did, he the, did at least, uh, ashes know. maintenance. Because uh, I don't know if he actually because he was a ship fucking yeah. Guy. He, I don't he know did, he did ashes anything. maintenance. Okay. That's so, cool then. Mm-hmm. That actually works with Makoto then. Yeah. So yeah, he's funny and all, but he has a job, you know? Uh-huh. Especially for someone who's going to carry the most of the work, Makoto. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me, like, okay, no one's in the command ship. <laughs> Everyone is literally going to be right behind Makoto as she does everything. And if she gets busted, we have the engineer coming in from Aliens going like a... Okay, she's fine. No, well, we got Snake to back her up during the mission. That's fair. Snake, that, he's a good muscle. So. He's a good muscle. So after he comes back from finding out the location in the camp, right? He comes back from to the camp. Uh, th- you do realize if Snake was trying to find a location, <laughs> he would get caught in said location. And that's how you would find it, right? No, but, that, <laughs> like, but that's why we got the prequel movie, Escape from Encampment. <laughs> Oh my God! Your team—I don't know. I'm see- your success ratio is going a little bit <laughs> then down here. For medic, we got Doctor Frazier. Because <laughs> there's gonna be a need for a medic for Snake. As much as I love him, there has never been an instance <laughs> that, where he she, successfully she, she, she gets in and out. mechanic. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. So in a way, it still works. It's just—it's because it, because uh, the main mission itself it's me, Matoto, and Snake. Okay. And that's and that's the go team to the you know recruit, rescue. Uh, okay, and you have and you have uh, what's his face engineer. Uh, Parker is, is the, the engineer in the back, you know, doing some engineering stuff. Is he in an offsite? Is he on the ship or is he in the party? He's in the camp. He's okay. not. In, he's in the camp on the on the surface. I do like how we somehow managed to fall into Mass Effect dispatch teams with like parties of three. It's just easy. It's like me, uh, you know, me, Jordy, and Rex mm-hmm. are, are the away team, and then yours is uh, me, my Toko, and Snake. Yes, damn, but your party's so cool looking. <laughs> <laughs> your party's but so guess what? cool. <laughs> but guess what? The snake's getting caught. Makoto's just gonna do everything. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. but she'll look hot doing it. I guess so will Rex. So I guess that's fair. Exactly. <laughs> It's, honestly, imagine imagine Snake and I in a cell, and Makoto just punches through a cell wall to rescue us. You guys, guys, again, <laughs> <laughs> and then our show becomes a comedy. Right, right. I could see that. Honestly, I think my show would be fun to watch. I feel like I have a higher success rate, yet yours would be more entertaining. I Does think that, that just matches our personalities. I guess that that's also true. Yes, because I I would I would pick the people. It's just like, come on, guys, really. I really do wonder if my characters would actually work, like would actually get along. Like I don't know how much Rex would get along with Nine. That's the thing. Snake is the lone wolf. That's true too. So is Makoto. For well, no, she works. No, with she the, has a the police department. The team. She that's has, true. What's his face? She just is very personally guarded. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> if you have an idea of what your away team would be for a sci-fi uh, dispatch team, go ahead and let us know at the Fan Freaks Podcast Facebook group, or you can yell at us on Twitter, me at Bone King TV and uh, Mr. Vinny over here at... At Leisurely Vinny. At Leisurely Vinny. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and I hope this has tickled your sci-fi funny bone. Uh, your sci-fi funny bone, for those who have hit puberty. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we hope to see you next time. Got anything to say for the audience? Uh, I love you all. All right. Uh, you know, first star on the right and straight on till morning and all that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll get a pit a patter, get a adder. Yeah, everyone. Oh, God. Oh, there's a problem in the engine room. Oh, God, things are shaking. Parker! Jordy! <laughs>